another edition of Leadership on the Go. This is Erica Walker-Thomas broadcasting from the United States today. And I'd like to welcome with us Ms. Angelica Tellez. Welcome, Angelica. Hi, Erica. Thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. So right off, I'd really love to know what inspired you to want to have an experience outside of Chicago. I know that's where you're living or where you were living and even outside of the country. Um, I've always known that I've wanted to go to college um, somewhere outside of the city. Um, and I figured one of the best ways to get prepared for that whole transition, since I would be the first one going away for college for my family, would maybe having an experience outside of Chicago. And that sort of developed into having a whole experience outside of the country. And I ended up in Thailand. Wow, I cannot wait to hear about your experience in Thailand. Um, but before we go there, how did you know how to navigate um, yourself to a program that would allow you to have that sort of uh, experience outside of the country? Well, I had a scholarship for my high school career since I went to a Catholic high school that cost money. And the scholarship has been around for 18 years now, and they help a lot of inner city kids who go to private high schools and they help financially but also through a lot of the different steps towards applying towards college so the goal isn't just to for us to graduate from high school but also to go on to college and one of the things they learned was that having a, a student go abroad or go outside of the city helped them um, be better prepared to go to college and so I had the help of them they had already had these partnerships with AFS, Putney, Experiment Living, which are three um, abroad, study abroad programs for high school students. And so since they had already navigated that, um, it was easier for me to go through the process, but it was still kind of confusing because every year it changes just a little. Okay. Now, um, is, what is your connection with the Farther Foundation? Well, um, the Father Foundation is also affiliated with my scholarship program, HighSight. Um, they pay, um, well, like you have to apply for the scholarships to go abroad because going abroad does cost a substantial amount of money. Mm -hmm. But um, there's also a lot of different scholarships out that are out there apparently for students to go abroad because a lot of people have recognized the importance of going abroad. Mm -hmm. And the Father Foundation is one of them. And I applied to the Father Foundation scholarship, and I received the scholarship, and that's how I ended up um, having the connection with them. And they paid for my expenses, and I believe my flight as well, to LA, which is my departure city. Okay. And then when I came back, um, David asked me to speak um, at one of their events and so I did and now we're because I can't really donate that much money because I'm in college I'm kind of there to promote the Father Foundation. Outstanding I, I love that so we are dying to hear about your experience in Thailand where were you exactly and and tell us this all about it. So we I flew into Bangkok and I was there for orientation for two days with kids from all over the world there was kids from Peru, kids from Paraguay, and all of the European countries, Germany, Italy. There's a lot of 
apparently there's a lot of countries that um, do study abroad. Um, so I was there for two days, have been oriented in the ways of Thailand, which apparently suits. I feel like I was being oriented all seven weeks I was there. Every day I was learning something new. Um, I was in Lapung, which is in the northern side of Thailand, which is apparently more mountain, is a more mountain region. And um, I was doing community service and I was also living with a host family. So I taught English to students um, between the ages of around 10 and 12. And I also volunteered at a hospital where I got to see a lot of really cool things. Um, I got to help out um, a couple of nurses um, with taking heart pressure and things like that as they went around. I went to a prison because hospitals have to go to prisons to give like examinations. And um, it was all really cool, really interesting. Um, the best part for me was living with my host family. I, mean, I love doing community service and everything, but living with my host family was just amazing. I still talk to my mom, my Thai mom, as my mom re reminds me. Um, and I had a sister, I had a brother, and I had an uncle, I had an, a grandma. And to this day, I still talk to them as if they were mom, sister, and brother, and grandma and grandpa. Wow. What an incredible experience. How long were you there? I was there for seven weeks, um, a little over a month. Yeah, so almost two months, actually. Yeah, yeah. So I know that there will be other young people who may have an interest in traveling abroad, but perhaps they're afraid or their parents are afraid for them. How did you get past that? Any advice you can share with um, students um, and parents, by the way? Yeah, um, I think for me, I think I was kind of, I don't want to say I was in denial about the whole situation because I definitely knew what I was getting myself into, but mm -hmm. I felt that the more I thought about it and if I actually really thought about the fact that I was going to be getting on a plane, I was going to be on a plane for 13 hours and that I, more than 13 hours and then I was going to be across the, across the globe, I think that if I had really thought about that, I might have psyched myself out. But just because I was kind of going through the motions and kind of trying not to really, I don't know, maybe it was denial that got me through the whole situation. But mostly, I think I just focused in on the fact that I knew it was going to be a great experience no matter what. And I would say that if you're planning to go abroad, um, I would say just, just jump into it. That's the best way to get into the whole situation. Because if you tiptoe into it, you start getting into, you have start, you start getting second doubts. And then that's really easy to have those because you're on the other side of the world and you don't know anyone. And if you're going to a country where you don't know the language, that's obviously going to psych you out a little bit more. But um, for me, I just kind of jumped into it. I really did. And I feel like that was probably the best, maybe a risk, risky move, but it really paid off. And I think that's, that's just how it is in life. Sometimes the riskier moves pay out in life. Um, my parents, I think my dad didn't really think I was going to go away. I think he was kind of hoping that in the last minute I would like freak out and not get on the plane and realize that it was going to be a big change. Um, but he never, both of my parents never really um, had this whole like, oh, you can't go attitude. It was more of, oh, well, whatever you want to do, go ahead and do it. It's just you have to know that you're taking responsibility for it. And mm -hmm. I feel like that's a great thing for parents to realize that your child is 
like there has to be a point where your child needs to take responsibility for their own actions mm -hmm. and um that's what i did and my parents are perfectly happy with the fact that i went abroad um they saw how much it helped me grow as a person and most of all how going it's really easy for me now to be like, well, I'm just going to hop on this plane and go to California for college. And mm -hmm. because I've already hopped on a plane, gone to California, gone to Hong Kong, gone to Bangkok. So. Okay. I love that. Thank you. Thank you. So, so what has been the biggest impact for you um, going to Thailand and, and taking that experience now into your college life? What's the, the biggest uh, impact it's had? Well, I think, there's a lot of different small little impacts in my life that I don't think I've even been able to fully comprehend now because I think that the study abroad experience is going to continue to help me um, grow as I keep going. So I don't think I've realized everything that's given me yet now. Um, yeah. But from what I've seen, um, I've also I I met students in college, obviously from all over the country and mm -hmm. even from all over the world because we have an international population. Mm -hmm. um and something that i realized is that when we get to talking about our lives are like where we're from and stuff a lot of people tend to be really competitive as to like oh my not my upbringing but where i'm from is better than you, where you're from or we do things differently but it's better or it's worse than where you're from and one of the mm -hmm. better things that um i've learned from my experience with afs was um it's not better, it's not worse, it's just different. And I thought that was really important because we can't, I felt like I couldn't compare my life here in Chicago to my life there in Thailand. Because mm -hmm. um, sure, maybe, I mean, for me, I was like, well, maybe their lifestyle is better because I get to pick mangoes from my backyard. Like, where do I get mangoes here in Chicago? I the store. <laughs> but um, there were a lot of other things where someone else might have been like, oh, it's better to be here in Chicago. but. The fact of the matter is, it's not better, it's not worse, it's just different. It's a different sort of lifestyle. And going to college and realizing that the people that are around me, they didn't have a better or worse lifestyle than I did. It was just a different upbringing. It's also mm -hmm. helped me succeed in college because as a first-generation student minority from a really not really great neighborhood in Chicago, it would have been really easy for me to say, well, you know, they had, they're from a different background that's probably better than mine, and they have more of the opportunity to succeed because they're supposed to, given where yeah. they're from. But because mm -hmm. I had the knowledge that it's just a different sort of growing way of living and growing up, I was able mm -hmm. to put things into perspective and not exactly like really easily into the whole mindset that oh well I'm not supposed to be here because of where I'm from and likes like that okay the powerful message Angelica powerful um, you know a part of why we put together leadership on the go is to provide um, multicultural um, um, business acumen uh, for all of our listeners but we'd also like to make the world a better place to live and to work by creating better global citizens. Any thoughts that you have based on your experience of just one thing that we can all do to make this just a better place to live? Listen. I think listening is a big 
big component of how to make things better in this world. I think because um, I feel like a lot of the times we tend to have the mindset that we want to get our point across, our point of yeah. view, our perspective on the world. And we find it really difficult to listen to what the other side has to say. And I think it needs to stop being about, like I said, like my idea is better than your idea. And mm -hmm. I, I learned something, I learned something really powerful, which um, is synergize, where you don't exactly have to add things together, but you do between two people, it's like a mixing of ideas that comes out and makes this much more powerful and much more productive idea. And for me, that's important because um, I think we do spend a lot of time talking and trying to get our point across and trying to, we think, we see a lot of our interactions and relationships with people as a sort of like power dynamics when it really should be more about what can I learn from you and what can you learn from me and what can we learn from each other? Because at the end of the day, that's, for me, that's m the more important thing. Like, what can I learn from the person sitting across from me at this lunch table? At and I guess in business, it has to be, what can I learn about the person sitting across from me at the business table? And what can they bring to the table? And it's not always about what can you bring to this? And I found myself, I found that the fact that I was always willing to listen in Thailand and the fact that I was always willing to say yes to new experiences that mm -hmm. um, really helped me a lot in taking a lot more out of that experience because I could have just as easily not participated in a lot of different things. I could have mm -hmm. been like, I don't want to eat this because I'm not really sure what's in it. But you know what? Mm -hmm. I decided not to ask the question and I just ate whatever was in front of me. And, you know, I think that's how it has to be sometimes. Wow. Angelica, it has been a true pleasure. I, I truly admire your courage um, to, to take this step uh, the way that you did, but not just taking the step, but the way that you embraced it and uh, took the opportunity to listen to another's perspective and learn that it's not better than or less than, it's just different. And that's a, that's a fantastic message, along with listening and understanding the power of synergy. So uh, I thank you so much for your words. Anything else you'd like to say to our future leaders before we get ready to go? I'd just like to say that I hope um, all of you guys listen to each other and that um, there's a common goal that we all need to have and that's just making the world a better place and I'm pretty sure we're, we're going to get there eventually. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much. This has been another edition of Leadership on the Go.